What's up, everybody? This is Dan. Um, I'm by myself this week, so wanted to say what's up to everybody. Uh, Joseph will be back next week. Uh, this is 4D, of course. It's Dallas, the draft and doomsday defense. So this week, I wanted to start out with uh, Chris Sims. Uh, if you don't know who he is, a former quarterback, um, son of Phil Sims. He, he did his top 40 quarterback countdown. Um, and look, it, he starts off fine with number one with Patrick Mahomes. I don't think anybody questions it. But, man, let me tell you, he goes in and it's Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. Now, I, I can keep going. Tom Brady's at 10. Um which is absolutely insanity. He he puts, uh, let's see, Mac Jones at 30, but somehow puts him ahead of Jared Goff already, which is beyond crazy. But let's talk about Dak Prescott at nine, Tom Brady at 10, 10 excuse me. Um, to put Dak below Lamar, Kyler, and Stafford, like, what are we doing here? It, look, Lamar is an exciting running quarterback, but there, as I said, look, the Ravens don't throw the ball much. He is not asked to throw the ball. And if I have a quarterback, I want to be able to trust him to throw the ball when he has to. How you can call, we've gone over this on Twitter. If those of you follow me, Dan underscore Rupert, um, it, it's just crazy to me. I, I, I can't, I can't fathom how you would put Lamar Jackson at six. Um, you know, Josh Allen at two after one really good season. Look, great season, but number two quarterback above Rogers, above Wilson, Dak. I, what are we doing here, Chris Sims? Um, you know, number thirty nine is Justin Fields, but he's below. Kellen Mond, like, do we even watch football, Chris? Like, just tell me you don't watch football. This would make a lot more sense. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of go over it and just just kind of voice my opinion that this is an awful list. I mean, this is bad. It is really bad. Yeah, it just, I can't understand it. And the disrespect Dak is getting is otherworldly. It, it's it's almost like just because he's on the Cowboys, people want to hate. And I get it. Like the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And look, if you're not a Cowboys fan, they're all over the media. I, I totally get it. But man, you, you have, I mean, good night. I can't even tell you how disappointed I am in this list. Um, so I wanted to touch on that really fast before we, before we move on. So the next topic I wanted to speak about this week uh, when we're talking about the Cowboys is there, there seems to be a, a idea that, you know, Michael Gallup is leaving at the end of this year and that we should trade him. Look, I think that at the end of the day, it really almost doesn't matter. Um, what they do with him because at the end they're going to get a comp pick back right 
So he's probably going to make somewhere in the ballpark of 15 mil a year, give or take. Um, you know, comp formula will probably put that somewhere around a fourth-ish, third-ish, somewhere in there. Um, you know, the best you're going to probably get out of a trade is maybe, if you're lucky, a late second, maybe early third. Um, no way you're getting a first for him unless somebody just absolutely overpays for him. And, and I love Gallup. Not like, please don't get this wrong. I love Gallup. I just don't think he's a first-round kind of guy. So what I think they're probably going to do is they will probably ride out this season. Should they trade him? I don't know. Um, you know, when you, when you look at what Gallup provides, Gallup is a threat on the outside, definitely a different style of, of player than Amari. Amari is a technician. I mean, Amari can run routes like nobody's business. Um, but he's not the guy that's going to just blow the absolute, you know, roof off the thing. But Gallup can can kind of do that. You know, he can get deep. He can get up. Um, he's really good at challenging uh, the ball, you know, hitting it at its high point um, and then getting some extra yards. In this offense, this offense is probably going to be as Joe and I, Joseph and I had talked about, you know, probably in that, you know, 63-ish percentage range of uh, throw over pass. That said, I think this is going to be a very high-octane offense. Um, it's going to be pass-heavy. Look, not not to, to go into the, you know, running backs don't matter thing, because I think Ezekiel, you know, especially with an extra game, is absolutely going to get his yards. They're going to rely on him. They're going to use him. Um, not just in the run game, but they're also going to probably use him in the passing game. Um, look, when when Zeke it does his thing, and we saw it, you know, he can catch a screen, and when he's when he's healthy, and when he's going, he can absolutely take one to the house. So I think they'll use him uh, in a variety of ways. You know, you got Pollard come in uh, who will get some snaps, but I think this is going to be a heavy off pass offense. So going back to Gallup. What I think that means is, is they're going to try to use him in a myriad of ways that they haven't done yet. Considering now they're getting Jarwin back, considering now, you know, they have Fahoko. Um, they're, they're probably going to use him as that deep route, contested pass, um, line him up. And if, you know, maybe on the inside with Fahoko on the outside to, to take that top off on, on both sides of the field. Um, you know, it, it would be an absolute nightmare for a defense to see the speed of Fahoko on one side, Gallup on the other, and then throw Amari into a slot or throw Amari on one side with Lamb on the other. So now, you know, you're looking across, let's say it's Amari Fahoko on the opposite side. Let's say it's, you know, Lamb Gallup. I mean, that is an absolute nightmare for a defense. Um, so I think they're probably going to keep him. I do not think he's going to be here after this year. Look, I, I, like I said, I love him. And do they, could they potentially do have the money? Sure. They could have the money. Um, you know, the, the salary cap is only going to go up with this new TV deal. Um, not an expensive, uh, quarterback it probably may not be what everybody well, I shouldn't say everybody, but what a lot of people want to believe in cost simply because, look, 
the, the cap is going up. It, it's going to blow the hole through the roof simply because the new TV deal with Amazon and, and all of this is just, it's massive. It is a massive, massive deal. Um, so, you know, I'm not really worried about the money so much, but I think they realize if Fahoko can be what they believe he can be when they drafted him, then what they're probably going to end up doing is saying, okay, Gallup, we can afford to let you go and potentially spend money on um, defense. This defense is going to take some work. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This defense is probably not going to be a 2021 defense. It is probably going to be a 2022, 2023 latest type defense. But that's good. They, they've rebuilt a lot of the, the areas. Look, you guys know my, my status, on my standing on, you know, Parsons. I, I'm not a huge fan of the off-ball linebacker, but, you know, regardless how I feel about it, how the Cowboys feel about it is they obviously believe that it is a vital position and that they are going to have to, you know, stack that position. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about it. They probably are going to try to keep Jalen or LVE next year, or maybe both, um, depending on who shows up this year, how they play it out next year. Um, but if that's where the money is going to be, you know, they, they didn't pick up the option for LVE. That does not mean that they wouldn't sign him. Um, you know, he has some health issues. So the Cowboys are probably hedging their bet a little bit instead of signing him outright and saying, you know what? Yeah, we're going to keep you around. They're probably saying, look, if you can stay healthy and and give it to us this year, then we can talk about your contract for next year and still do the contract. Just because they don't pick up the the actual fifth year doesn't mean he is gone. Um, and that's a very common misconception that a lot of people have is, you know, by not picking it up, they're saying, OK, it'll be you're not here. No, that that's that's not necessarily true. Um you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think they are going to keep at least one of the two between LVE and Jalen at minimum one of the two. It's very possible if they if this defensive line shows up, it looks like it's going to be something over the next year or two. I think, you know, they'll, they'll probably keep both, especially if it keeps both of these linebackers clean, all these linebackers, I should say, clean, um, gives them their gaps and really helps them perform uh, then they'll, they'll probably end up keeping it. So, you know, I, I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit because, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, trying to trade Gallup, trying to, you know, what, what are we going to do with LVE and Jalen? And it, the money aspect of it is, is something we, we kind of all look at and go, well, they can't afford that. They can afford that. They can't afford that. But at the end of the day, Stephen Jones has a way he wants to spend his money. It's true. There's a reason why Dak wasn't signed. I know there's probably a couple of people out there are listening are like, well, they wanted to prove it deal. No, it was because Stephen Jones really didn't want to pay money. He, he is not a very big money spender. He wants to bargain shop. He wants to get those diamonds in the rough. It's his, it's his MO. It's, it's been his way. Um, you know, one of the rumors is, is way back in the day, if you all remember when the Cowboys got Deion Sanders, the, the one man against it was Steven. 
He didn't want to spend that kind of money on a player. Um, that's the, the prevalent uh, rumor slash story um, is that he just didn't, he doesn't want to spend that kind of money on any player. Um, and, and it's partially why the Cowboys end up so often keeping players because he believes, you know, if, if they loved him enough to draft them, they love him enough to keep them. Um, and, and look, it's, it's not an, it's not a perfect world. I mean, they don't keep every single player, you know, they let people walk. It's, it's how they value certain positions. You know, we've seen them not value corner as much as they probably should. We've seen them look, you can think whatever you want of off ball linebacker, but they obviously really, really value linebacker probably more than they should. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of where they're at with, with how they view roster building. Um, you know, they, they've gone soft at defensive tackle for years and years and years. This, this year, they finally decided to spend some money at it, albeit they didn't spend probably um, elite talent money. But at least they went out and tried to do something, something they haven't done in quite a while. Um, you know, they've, they've been very happy with picking up who they have. That's who they have, um, you know, fit the, fit the player to the scheme. And when they draft the player, that player is specific to that scheme. And that's, that's kind of how they've operated. Um, this year, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see if, if there's a new mentality um, you know, a lot of people want to blame last year on a lot of different things. And, you know, they'll say Mike McCarthy or they'll say, you know, um, injuries, which hey, look, injuries definitely had a big, big part to play. But last year was a fluke year, man. Like it just really was. There was no preseason. You know, there was a very truncated off season. Um, you know, there was no training camp, really. There was no you know, OTAs really, and, you know, COVID really, it wasn't just the Cowboys that affected, you know, we look at it because we're Cowboys fans, we're Cowboys pundits or Cowboys analysts or Cowboys, whatever. But it really, really affected a lot of teams and it affected the way players developed, the way players didn't develop. It affected the way, you know, some players, just could not get their feet under them uh, for parts of the season. You know, it took them a minute to get warmed up. Some really never fully got warmed up. Um, so hopefully this year, hopefully this year, you know, with, with the full off season, with the plans on how they're running the, you know, the, the free agency, how they went through and, and the last two drafts with really stockpiling players. Regardless of what you think of the players, they went through and tried to stockpile the last two years. And part of that was because, you know, they had a new coach, um, they had a new defensive coach, and now they have another one. Um, and the philosophies will change. Um, you know, that was one thing with Jason Garrett is Jason Garrett really truly believed that, you know, you, you got players, but the players just need to line up, beat the man across from them and, that was going to work that, you know, as long as that guy somehow fit into that scheme, it was going to work. Well, we saw that that wasn't the case. Um, I think most people knew that wasn't the case. Um, Garrett was very stubborn in that, in that, you know, Hey, I have a guy going down with injury. Well, it's just the next man up and, and you're going to be, you need to beat your man across from you. And I'm not going to adjust blocking scheme. I'm not going to adjust anything really. 
um, to make it easier, it's, hey, we drafted you for a reason, you're the next man up, let's go. Um, so this year, I think that'll hopefully people will see really kind of what the last year should have been. Um, you know, Mike McCarthy is not going anywhere. Yeah, I, you can think what you want. McCarthy is not going anywhere this year. Um, you know, this it would take probably an, an absolute epic meltdown of this team uh, to for Mike McCarthy to even be considered on the hot seat. Um, you know, and when I say epic meltdown, like you win three or four games, it'll be that'll be it. Like that's that's it right there. Other than that, he's not going anywhere. Um, you know, they're going to give him ample opportunity. The man has won a Super Bowl, whether you want to say it was Rodgers, whether you want to say whatever you want to say. The fact of the matter is Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl and Jerry Jones really likes him. Stephen Jones likes him enough, you know, and they are not one to quickly make decisions and just say, yep, we're going to we're going to make a change for change's sake. They I mean, they kept on to Garrett for a decade. And I'll be honest, I didn't want Garrett in the first place, but it wasn't my choice. They wanted to keep him. They kept him. And we saw the, the last decade results. Um, you know, so this year should be different. I'm hoping that, you know, through it all, we all see that, you know, hey, if you didn't believe Dak was a great quarterback, he will be. I think they'll run the run a much more wide open offense as long as Dak stays healthy. Um, they're going to pass probably a lot more than a lot of people want. Um, but I think it's needed in this day and age of football. Uh, the NFL is going to a passing league as we've talked about. So I, I think they're going to, they're going to go that route, uh, especially if, you know, we all heard the rumors last year, Mike McCarthy was into analytics. Well, here you go. You know, it, Passing the ball is is the wave. It's it's the the analytics are say pass pass pass. I believe they're going to pass pass pass. Doesn't mean they're not going to run. I just think they're going to pass pass pass. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of the uh, the Mike McCarthy get on my soapbox about you know the scheme. Uh, they'll definitely pass more. We'll we'll see what they actually do. Um, injuries always you know change game plans or they should um you know we'll, we'll see what they actually do with that but that's kind of my feeling on it that's my prediction i know uh joseph kind of feels the same way is that it's going to be a much heavier passing year uh than you know probably the last uh, decade <laughs> um but that's what you get with a new coach that's what you get with a new scheme uh, that's what you get with a new um coordinator like we have with more now look more you can you know you were gonna say well he was here before okay but he was here under garrett and it was garrett's offense it was garrett's way of doing things and there was there were rumors that you know he wanted to pass you know he wanted to pass more and garrett was adamantly against passing more um and so we'll say you know it, it's a it's a new dawn it's a new day 2021. Let's hope it's uh, definitely better than 2020. So far, and halfway through, it is seemingly a better year. Uh, but there's still still another six months to go. Um, so yeah, that that's that's uh, where we're sitting right now. Now, 
for another piece, uh, I kind of wanted to address some rumors. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of talk within the within Cowboys fans of you know what they're going to do with Parsons. Okay, I you guys know how I feel, but if I'm going to sit back and look realistically to what I think they will do with Parsons, I believe they're going to try to they're going to have Jalen, they're going to have LVE, and they really do have the they're going to use their experience they're going to want those two guys on the field for experience i think they'll also do the same thing with neil um they're going to want some of his experience on the field so that really leaves kind of a jack of all trades kind of role for parsons his first year now i don't think by the end of the year he's going to be necessarily starting now i say starting but look when somebody gets credit for a start over somebody else, it's usually just because that was the, you know, the first play of the game happened to be X scheme. And so that person happens to be on the field. So I'm not going to say, you know, he won't be starting. What I will say is, is I still think by the end of the year, they're going to be using him as a jack of all trades. Um, and if Jalen or LVE should not perform, then we'll probably see a little bit more of a linebacker, Priority role for Parsons, uh, but for now, I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to use him as kind of this this jack of all trades. They may actually try to turn him into a Neil, um, which you know I, I think is might actually be a smarter move if they're going to utilize him in a way that best fits his talents. Um, you know, kind of this hybrid safety. Um, thing I do not want Parsons in coverage heavily, but he has he has mobility, he has some speed, he has he's a physical freak. What I think of him doesn't matter considering they love him, they know he's a physical freak, and he is. Yeah, like he, he was, he is uh, coming out of the draft. I mean, I think that was kind of the 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 thing that drew most people to him was just how much of a physical freak he really was. Um, you know, fast 40 time, fast, you know, cone, fast, like the guy's just a physical phenomenon. There's a lot to go with him in terms of where he is in his development as a linebacker. Okay. He, he took the year off. He's only played two years a linebacker. So, you know, there is a, there is a way to go for him. Um, but I think that's what, why they're going to probably try to use him as a jack of all trades so they can get that physicality on the field and not feel they have to trust him straight out as a linebacker day one while he's still trying to figure out the position. Um, because he is like, you can tell me he isn't. He is. He is still learning the position two years in college and then a year off. He is absolutely still learning the position. So I think that's what they're going to do. They'll probably use him as a little bit of a, of a jack of all trades, um, which I, I hope they, they realize that, you know, having him be a off the edge, having him be, you know, more in uh, side to side play and, and doing some different things of that nature, I think will actually add to the value of him versus him being a straight up off ball linebacker in which, you still need to have your defensive line going. This way, there is no question, you know, hey, if, if this defensive line isn't going, then we can still utilize him 
as a fat guy. We can utilize him to help with, um, you know, strict run situations. We can utilize him in short yardage plays. We can utilize him in certain things that he will excel while he continues to learn this position. So I don't know that he will be, you know, over Jalen necessarily. I don't, I, I can't say that I think they'll do that unless Jalen absolutely whiffs it with a new defensive line. You know, and if we look back on Jalen, you know, there was a reason why, you know, he, he looked so much better earlier in his career. It wasn't because Jalen was necessarily just a better player. It was the fact that Jalen only had to do what Jalen had to do. He didn't have to make guesses. He didn't have to make a ton of reads. He got into a gap and that's what he was asked to do and fill the gap. And the gaps, you know, were, were much more apparent there than they were last year. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys were, have been awful with gap control um, they've been, and gap assignment. They, they've just been awful on defense with it. Uh, so I think they'll be okay um, if they utilize Parsons in a way that can maximize his strengths, but minimize his lack of experience at the position. Um, and then they'll play it by ear from there. Um, but that also feeds into a little bit of what I think they'll do at safety. You know, I know people absolutely love Wilson, um, but I think, you know, Neil is going to play some more than people probably expect him to. Um, you know, they could potentially use both Neil and, I mean, uh, KZ and Wilson at the same time, um, which is an absolute possibility. You have a potential of Jordan Lewis moving out to the uh, out to the back as well, which, you know, Jordan Lewis, I, I've been very hard on him, but I've always said the one thing Jordan Lewis can do is play zone. Um, so maybe putting him at safety is might be the better option for him. Um, I, I think he struggles when it, when he's asked to cover a straight man coverage. I think he has absolute misreads in that nature. And so keeping things in front of him may be the best thing. So, you know, we could see them move some people around. We could see some guys, you know, they're going to probably try to fit guys for once. And this is a, this is a positive um, to this whole defense is they're probably going to try to fit guys to the actual situation um, and, and use their personnel to rotate people around, move people around and get them in situations. Hopefully that, play to the strengths of the Cowboys players um, versus, hey, this is the scheme. This is what we're doing. You better learn how to do it. But we'll see. We'll see, we'll see uh, how they do it. But safety, safety is an interesting position for me as well. Uh, corner, you know, we, we've talked about it. I think Brown's going to be uh, your starting outside corner day one. I don't know that he will be there by the end of the year. Um, it is there is a high possibility that he will be replaced by um, people love Nishan Wright or, you know, Joseph. I Look, I'm, I'm more on you. You spend a second round pick on a guy. He better be able to play. Um, you know, Sean Wright, look, I wasn't sold on coming out of college that early in, in the draft. Some people absolutely love him. I've been wrong before. Hope I'm wrong. Please, please please, I guess. Um, so, 
you know, that's kind of where we're sitting with some of this. Now, uh, let's, let's fall back for a second because we've, we've talked a little bit about, you know, kind of how I see the offensive scheme working and, and adjusting and, and getting players out there for mismatches. We've talked about the defense doing that. Um, and we've talked a little bit about McCarthy doing that. The, the real question is going to be, is Jerry and Steven going to allow all of that to happen? And to be honest with you, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think Jerry at this point in his life, um, I think he is absolutely at the point now where he's just like, I just want to win. You know, I just want to see another Super Bowl now. Um, so I, I think he will probably be better about it than Steven will. Um, Steven is, is rather stubborn himself. Whether or not he's going to say, nope, I'm paying, you know, Zeke X amount of dollars. I need him running. I don't know. But I do think Jerry is much more apt uh, at this point in his life than Steven is to allow less traditional, you know, less traditional belief to to creep into him. So we'll see. I kind of hope that is the case. Steven's Steven's a problem. Um, you know, we, we've we've kind of talked about our feelings on Steven here. Um, Steven is an absolute wild card with predictability. I can't predict a thing that Steven's going to do other than not spend money. You know, how he feels about players and how he feels about the, the way usage and the way he wants, he wants this team built. Is he willing to give up those reins for McCarthy, um, Kellen? Mm, I, I honestly cannot tell you. That's the wild card. Uh, Steven is is the wild card. I don't think Jerry's as much of the wild card as people want to believe as he is. I think Jerry's at the point now where he just wants to win. Um, he just wants to see one more Super Bowl um, before you know he either gives his team fully to his son or you know moves on. Um, you know I'm not trying to be negative, but hey, everybody goes at some point. So. We'll see. We'll see. Steven is the absolute wild card. Um, you know, he, he made some strides this year in, in making sure that Dak got signed. Um, and it was a very smart deal. Rumor is Jerry had a lot to do with that. Um, maybe Steven learned some things out of it. We can hope, you know, but he was, he at least got it signed. Um, he at least got the deal done. You know, there's, there's definitely some movement in the right direction. Man, I, if I'm going to, if somebody asked me today what I think would hold the Cowboys up from a, from a Super Bowl, you know, beyond the defense being so young and so inexperienced um, in a lot of spots um, and just unproven, I'm going to probably tell you is Steven. Steven is, is an absolute potential issue with this team um, moving forward. It can be done. I think they can win in spite of Steven, if, if that is the case. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out at the end of the day. Uh, I'm hoping Steven has learned some things over the last year. It's been a rough year. It was a rough year last year without Dak. I think that's probably one of the reasons why Dak's deal got done the way it did. Um, and why you know Jerry stepped in and said, no, we absolutely have to make sure this works. Um, because, hey, listen, this team was 
not good. And we can, we can blame it on a whole bunch of things, but this team was not good last year. Um, you know, once Dak went down, it was obvious that this team was, was going to struggle. From that game forward, this team was going to struggle. And it did. Um, you know, yeah, they had a chance at the end. They shouldn't have. Um, the NFC East was terrible. And so by chance that, you know, they were still in it. Um, but that, that doesn't show that this was a good team. Uh, in reality, it was a really bad team that got fortunate to play in the NFC East and almost made the playoffs because really somebody had to win it. Um, you know, and here we are. You know, looking at the NFC East this year, um, you know, the Eagles are the Eagles are a question mark. Um, their their quarterback situation is an absolute question mark. You know, Dallas has the best quarterback in the in the NFC East. I don't think it's arguable. Um, you know, Washington has a fantastic defense. They do. Um, you know, their their offense is still somewhat questionable. Um, you know, they really have kind of one guy. Uh, their O-line has been a little, you know, questionable as well. I, I don't see, you know, this, this far and away much better team uh, outside of the defense. You know, they won last year, but they're going to have questions are going to be, they're going to have to answer how they are going to play this year on offense. Um, and not just a, not just a, Hey, we're going to throw it to McLaren, uh, McLaren, right. And, and just go. I, I don't think that they can pull that off this year, especially the way the NFC East is with Dallas. Um, yeah. The defense is questionable, but at the end of the day, man, I, I just don't think that they can keep up with them. Um, the Giants, look, the Giants are rebuilding. People are going to say, no, you know, you got Daniel Jones. You got, look, Daniel Jones is not that great. Um, you know, Saquon has had some injuries. They are still very questionable at across the board on offense. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a Jason Garrett offense, so it's going to be very run heavy. Um, you know, they have a long way to go on where they are. And look, that defense, the defense is very, it's going to be very hit or miss. Um, it's not going to be this, this dominant defense. They, they've struggled over the last couple of years. Uh, just when they think they've solved, you know, a cornerback issue, hey, they, they have no pass rush. And just when you think they've solved a pass rush, they have no cornerback or safety. They have, it's just been a very rocky team. Um, I don't think they'll be as bad as they were, but I do not think they have the enough to compete for the NFC East. Um, so really it's going to probably come down to Dallas and Washington. Um, but Dallas, I, I don't see unless there's injuries, Dallas losing the NFC East. It would take some serious injuries and in this defense it, as young as it is and as inexperienced it is and as rocky as it looks on paper, I still think it has enough to be the best team overall all all three phases in the nfc east and, and walk away with it um we'll see you know there's there's a long way to go guys long way to go so we've talked a little bit about you know the nfc east we've talked a little bit about 
um, you know, scheme. We've talked a little bit about offense. We've talked a little bit about defense. So uh, one of the things I, I, I try to do at this point in the year that, that I slowly do at this point of the year is I start looking at, you know, the, the draft for next year. And people always are wondering why I do that. And, you know, it's so early and, you know, there's still so much question. And you're right, there, there absolutely is. But this is when the draft really kind of starts, right? Spring ball is going or has gone. Um, you got, you know, people starting to build the boards together. They're starting to look at tape. They're starting to look just a little bit. Um, but they're looking at these teams, especially now that OTAs are done, uh, free agency. Look, there's still some free agents out there, but really free agency is starting to kind of wrap itself up. Um, you know, we're getting into training camp. And so you can kind of start looking at, okay, what didn't this team address? Where does it need to address? And, you know, what does that really look like for next year, um, regardless of how the team does? Shoot, you could win the Super Bowl and you're still going to have needs for next year, right? Like, that's just how the game works. You know, you have free agents leaving, you have, um, you know, there will be injuries, there will be, you know, retirements there will be there's all sorts of reasons for it um so i want to look at the draft a little bit and so you know looking at next year the cowboys have some very interesting things they're going to watch this year to see how it plays out and one of those things they're going to look for is the guard position um you know there's there's a lot of people who think williams is easily replaceable and he very well may be but this is going to be the year where they will see whether or not guard for next year is something they need to go earlier than later. Um, I still think, you know, look, you're always going to want to add offensive line depth in the draft. Always kind of like cornerback should pretty much always add to it every single year. You know, injuries are rampant. It, you, you got just all sorts of reasons for, for picking them up. Um, so They'll look at it, but, you know, are they going to go earlier or later? Uh, guard is, is one of those positions we'll look at. Um, safety, I think safety might be another one they're going to look at over time. Look, you know, we can talk about KZ, and KZ may turn out to be really good, but, you know, if, if it comes down between, you know, KZ and, and, and a rookie, they, you know, hey, if they want to keep Gallup, they may have to go the other route, right? They may have to actually say – listen, we, we are not going to keep KZ because he's going to warrant money, especially if he's much better this year uh, or healthy this year, excuse me. So that's kind of where I'm looking at the first two positions um, is guard and safety. At, look, say, how many times have we talked about safety being a need on this team? It's, it's almost ridiculous how often that topic has come up. Well, I'll say it again here. You know, I, I think the Cowboys have not done enough truly to address safety. Um, you know, yes, they can move, you know, Lewis over, but I just don't think that they've really truly addressed it in the manner that they've needed to address it. So um, guard safety, you're always going to want corners, um, you know, and, and another position that'll be a question this year is how are the Cowboys going to look at backup quarterback? And look, you know, is Garrett Gilbert the, the answer? Well, I'm going to probably say no. Um, you know, we'll see in preseason what, he, what that really looks like. Um, is, you know, Danucci the answer? I'm going to probably say no. 
Um, you know, do, do they have a true backup on this team right now? Question, right? Um, and look, I'm not saying to draft a quarterback anytime before the fourth round, fifth round, but at some point they're going to have to look at what to do with this backup quarterback position. Because if one thing we saw last year was if Dak goes down, you have got to have a serviceable backup. And, and Andy was mildly serviceable. Look, if the defense was probably better, we might have a different conversation on what that really looks like. But I don't know. We have to, we as a, as an organization have to figure out this backup quarterback position better. We're, we're not going to draft a guy to be a DAC replacement. So, so, okay, we're, we're good there, but we are going to have to draft a guy to potentially be the, the guy if something does happen to DAC. Um, you know, and, and that's part of football. Like, you know, people get injured, you know, things happen. Um, you know, do you, do you really want Danucci? And he can develop. I'm not going to say he can't, but do we really want right now Danucci to be that guy unless he nominally develops, right? Um, so backup quarterbacks, another one. Again, I think it'll be later round. Um, wide receiver is another interesting one because, you know, I believe Fahoko, I was high on Fahoko. I think Fahoko can be that next guy for Gallup. Um, we'll see. Uh, but, you know, hey, look, you're going to have Lamb. You're going to probably have Amari. Um, keep Amari. Absolutely. He's, he's still, I know there's a question out there, best route runners in the NFL. Look, whether you have him one, two, or three, I think that most people can agree that Amari is a top three route runner. I have him as number one. Look, if you want to put Allen ahead of him, okay, fine. Not my ranking, but I'll tell you what, I'm, I would, I'm not mad at you for putting him there. Um, so I, I think, uh, yeah, I, it, that's going to be an absolute question. You know, what is, what does Fahoko really do? Um, is he that next guy? Is he going to be your future, you know, two slash three? Because the thing with Lamb is, Lamb absolutely can be your two, but Lamb is so good in the slot. You want to, to pull him out of that slot. Um, there's nothing to say you can't have a slot as your number two. You know, we all look at, you know, the traditional football thing of, oh, you're, you're a one and you're a two, so you're on the outside. And look, football isn't that anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's like defending the run now. You know, the league is moving in a certain direction and, you know, it just doesn't mean what it used to mean. Um, it, it just doesn't. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're one of those people who absolutely believes that it does. It does not. <laughs> um, you know, the, the NFL evolves. It, it changes. It, it goes. It goes back and forth. And you know, maybe running back and and you know, linebacker will be a higher look i'm going to use more but a higher you know went over above replacement so you know let's just see how it all goes right um and then the last uh, thing i wanted to talk about this week and then you know i'm going to jet out and you know go celebrate fourth of july uh this this upcoming week 
Um, hopefully you guys all have a good one. If I make sure I want to say that to all of you, have a happy fourth, um, you know, be safe. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to kind of bring up, and it's a, it's a small thing because look, we're, we have so far away to go. Um, but you know, what am I going to look for at, at training camp? You know, and, and training camps right around the corner. Um, I think your number one thing you have to start looking at right now is how does the defensive line actually work together? What does it look like? What does the backup quarterback position look like? Because I think we all agree this offense is going to be phenomenal. Like, I'm excited to watch it, but I don't need to see that in training camp to know it's going to be phenomenal. I just don't need it. Like, regardless of what you think of running back, you have Zeke, you have Dak, you have Amari, you have Jarwin, you have Schultz, you have CD, you have now Fahoko, you have Gallup, you have Zach Martin back. I grew another year with Biotis, who looks to be a great center, um, a really, really good center. Um, you know, you, you have Tyron back, you have Collins back. This offense is going to be, barring health issues, going to be an elite offense in this league. If you don't think it's going to be, you need to go look in the mirror and realize you're wrong. Um, barring health, man, this offense can put up points quickly. You know, every offense can make a mistake. Sure. You know, oh, fumbles, turnovers, whatever. Fine. Still going to be a phenomenal offense regardless. So um, this defense is going to be the question. I, I think as we get closer to training camp and these preseason games, the defensive line, how it operates and what it looks like and the build of it and the gap assignments and, and all of that, I'm more excited and interested in wondering what this is going to look like than I am, you know, wondering what, honestly, Parsons or, or heck, even, you know, Tank's going to look like this year or Randy. I have, I'm fine. What is this defensive line going to look like? What is this secondary actually going to look like? You know, how are they going to rotate players in and out? How are they going to, you know, are they going to look at assignments and say, okay, we need to readjust X player to, to have Y responsibility because that's what this dictates now. Um, I think that's a really important piece that we're going to watch. Um, I am interested on in talking about this dynamic offense. One of the things I am interested in on this dynamic offense is what that's going to look like for um, Jarwin, what that's going to look like for Schultz, because, you know, hey, look, I, I love Jarwin. Um, I think Jarwin can be a phenomenal tight end, but man, he got injured last year, signed a contract, got injured, and Schultz just absolutely became that guy. Um, you know, so I, I am a little curious on how that's all going to look. Um, we'll see, you know, but those are some things I'm looking forward to to training camp. Um, hopefully you guys are looking forward to some things. Uh, hopefully it all works out the way we all think it will. I mean, shoot, the way everybody's, everybody else is talking, man, if this defense works out the way some people think and the offense works out the way I think it's going to work, man, this, this is a Super Bowl caliber team right off the bat. Is it really? I don't know, but it's fun to talk about, right? Um, 
So anyway, guys, um, that's that's a 4D for this week. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. it. You know, doing it by yourself is definitely a different uh, world. You, know, you can't bounce things off of everybody. Uh, you can find me at Dan underscore Rupert, uh, the J.A. Massey for Joseph. Shout out to, to all of our friends, all of our listeners out there. Please have a happy, safe fourth. Catch you guys on the flip. Peace.